0: Reset Rebel. It's the Reset Rebel. It's the Reset Rebel. It's the Reset Rebel. Coming to you every day.
1: Welcome back to the Reset Rebel Podcast with me, Joe Yule probably hear the sounds of the boardwalk beneath my boots. I'm just having a little walk down the beach of Talamanca for today's introductory little soliloquy. I really wanted to just jump on at the beginning of this podcast and explain a little bit about the theme of today's podcast with Lou Rhodes, who is of course the singer-songwriter or co-songwriter of the band Lamb. And also independent artist, solo artist, amazing mother. And I really wanted to get into the topic of home on today's programme, on today's show. And kind of share with you just a few of the feelings I've been having um, about that particular word, that association, that feeling. Because it was about two years ago um, that I actually went through a really messy breakup and kind of spat the dummy and stuck all my stuff in storage and left the island and wasn't actually sure if I was going to come back to Ibiza. I was pretty pretty done and I felt um, like I wasn't really sure where I was going or where I was going to end up. And... When I left, I was feeling pretty strong about that decision. Um, obviously, went to India, which is pretty much where I always end up when I'm not sure what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> and um, that's actually where I met Lou as well um, one wonderful winter three or four years ago. I can't remember precisely what it was. I was just having a think about that. Here come the crickets as I walk past this little piece of land. Um, and, yeah, it was a very tumultuous period. What started as a... I need to get out of here, I need a break, I need to find perhaps a new home, um, it was quite a, a, a rough period, uh, it was right after my 40th birthday as well um, that I just decided to take that decision and what actually happened um, was obviously I went to India and then I came back to England and then I went to the mainland
2: of Spain um, and then... I ended up coming back here again and looking for a new place to live and it was it was a really tricky time it was kind of just before um you know peak season of course which is you know starts off
1: around about may when the prices go sky high and
2: yeah it's not a great time to be house hunting um in the middle of april and i moved into this amazing house it's very close to where i'm here this morning in Talamanca things just didn't go according to plan and I stayed there for the whole month of May and because things didn't work out um, I ended up just having this really crazy really strange summer last year Um, and it just really kind of like threw me off balance it was just the weirdest
1: feeling but think I think what I'd actually getting a little bit windy here.
2: I think what I'd actually managed to cultivate during that period when I was actually on the road and wandering this globe, trying to figure out where I wanted to be.
1: um, I really realised that, you know, home is not necessarily a place. You know, home can be a person. Home can be a feeling. Um, And home can be yeah of course it can be a building and of course it can be something that you have created in terms of a physical thing but I also believe that you know we can find home within us um, whenever we need it and that's what I started to truly understand on that particular trip was I could just find a little piece of me that felt like home when I really needed that feeling and that was just the most comforting part of that whole experience um which of course wasn't very comforting at all, but there were moments where I felt that that was a beautiful thing to have discovered and I'd never really been forced to find or create that feeling. I think that was the best thing that ever happened to me in lots of ways and I think now, particularly with the lockdown situation and the fact, once again, I wasn't in my home, which I have now
2: have a gorgeous... Um, place that I live in Santa Lalia and I've never been more happy anywhere in my whole life I'm so so grateful to have an actual home a place that I've made my own and and I feel yeah I finally found my home I feel like I
1: finally found I'd hate to say the word forever because I don't think anything is forever um that's definitely something we've probably all realized also, in these crazy times that we're having. But I just wanted to share that story with you, and I wanted to record an introduction because I feel like I've been on a right old roller coaster um, over the last few years. And, you know, when I really thought that I'd finally found the place and I was never leaving, and that was it, you know, of course, I went to India on that little trip and then got stranded there. And all I wanted, all I wanted was to be back. Here in my home, um, and to be in a place where I felt safe. And that just wasn't the case in, in that particular chunk of time during lockdown at the very beginning. And I think being so far from home, even in a place where I felt like I had amazing people around me, I just wanted to be back in Europe and there were no flights. I, I told you about that only a few episodes ago. So it was just a bit of a crazy thing. And then I, one morning I woke up and I put Facebook um, on, which I tried not to do too much actually. I really tried not to dive into those kind of, you know, fear stories um, in various different Ibiza groups and updates about COVID and everything that was going on. I just didn't really want to be part of that because I felt so disconnected from my home. I didn't want to read about what was going back on in Ibiza. But what happened that one morning when I decided to have a little peek was I stumbled across uh, a video um, by Lou, Lou Rhodes, and she had done a cover version of one of my favourite songs by... cinematic orchestra called To Build A Home. And it touched me really, really deeply and really, yeah, I had a little uh, emotional moment, shall we say. Um, And I felt very, very connected to that piece of music in that moment. And it really just, without going overboard, felt like a really synchronised little situation that I just happened to log on to Facebook um, and that came into my feed because lately nothing seems to come into my feed that I want to see. So I was quite pleased that I um, yeah, that I got to to witness that. And it felt like a really beautiful and vulnerable little piece that Lou had shared because she was in her kitchen. She was on piano. She's only very recently learn to play and that was something that she'd actually picked up and cultivated during lockdown. So I'm going to share her rendition of that track to begin today's episode of the Reset Rebel podcast. Thank you so much for coming back to listen um, again and um, I really hope that you enjoy this episode talking about Lou's kind of lockdown experience and her home where she lives and what that was like for her. And if you do love this podcast and you are enjoying Um, listening to this series please do go and subscribe and drop us a little uh, rate and review on with the show thank you so much for listening don't go away
3: this song is uh, not one of mine it's by Patrick Watson and the Cinematic Orchestra Um, it's called to build a home Uh, it's a home recording on my phone warts and all but with lots of love
4: let
1: Welcome back to the Reset Rebel podcast with me, Joe Yule, and I'm joined by Lou Rhodes from LAM. Thank you so much for coming on. It really means a lot to me that you're here, even though we've had some interesting technical issues to get this going on. How are you? Where are you?
3: I'm good. I'm at home. I'm just, uh, just checking. My cupboards are all open there. It looks a bit of a mess in the background. <laughs> Your cupboards look perfect and so do you. I'm kind of like how hot is it there? It's like thirty five degrees and you God oh, it's record oh. temperatures for the UK, I think. It's like it's crazy. It's yeah. But I'm not complaining. Yeah, I just had to put some clothes on, which is uh, which is was quite a big deal of it in these temperatures, but yeah, yeah, it's, I'm I'm loving it actually. What made you choose to share
1: that particular song in that moment?
3: I think because I was at the beginning of that process, really, of um, coming home to myself, you know, and rediscovering home in a different way. You know, it's like so often I think it's the challenges that bring out the 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 the, the good stuff. You know, it's like you know really landing in that place we call home, wherever it might be, is a, is, is a real gift, you know? It's like, a, it's like um, yeah, I'm really grateful for it in a strange way, you know? Just being forced to stay here and finding it again, you know? Um, so, and that song just sums that up, you know? And it sums up a kind of love as well that uh, rings so true to me, you know? I mean, home is about love. You know um it's about all the love that you put into a space you know and when people come here they feel that love you know um which is really important to me you know i love having people over in my home and cooking for them and making them feel at home you know and so you know the the lyrics of to build a home are just so beautiful you know it's it's you know it's it's an old couple it's it's just you know the whole out that whole album that, that song's from is the story of the life of a couple you know and um, you know from being young to to old age and um it's a time it's something that's timelessly beautiful that idea of building a home for someone, whether it's in your heart or whether it's a physical reality you know so um it takes a lot of boxes <laughs> shall we say
1: i was watching a, an interview um with you and andy earlier with the face magazine of you quite quite some time ago my god i was yeah i was doing a little bit of research and then um, andy said the most beautiful thing he said were, i think it was just shortly after you got back together and this guy was diving into some of that and then Andy said creatively that you are his home and I just thought Did he? the most lovely thing to come out of his mouth I just like it, yeah it really brought a little tear to my eye I just thought you know uh-huh. that it can be a person home but I think for you to have creatively it's a bit like finding your your one you know the person if that, that such thing exists but you know when you really find that person that you can create with for the length of time that you two have and find oh, home in each other and inspire each other you know despite any ups and downs it's just about that person yeah there and in your life in that way it's just yeah I mean it's possibly more special in some ways than finding any other kind of relationship
3: yeah, yeah. no I mean he's the brother I never had really you know, it's like I always wanted a brother and uh, and Andy is my brother you know and and that, with all the ups and downs and sibling rivalries that that brings up you know that all of that is there you know and we sometimes drive each other mad but also we always know that the other is there you know and that's you know a kind of that's the that's the lovely thing you know it's and and especially you know when we're on tour I think Andy especially gets really a bit unhinged on tour you know because he is so cancerian and he does tend to sort of party a lot and, you know, kind of loses his ground a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, I think he struggles with it, even though I'm so, you know, I crave my introvert space, I tend to find it somehow. Mm-hmm. But he, he does get, he, so he can get quite sort of unbalanced by touring. And um, I'm quite often the person that he kind of can let off, you know, sometimes if he has one of his moments he sort of lets it let, lets out at me and then he's like oh I'm sorry Lou but you know he knows he's safe to do that you know? exactly yeah it's yeah. like it's kind of a compliment <laughs> so, <laughs> The person that you can kind of shout at or whatever you know mm. um is another I guess that's family isn't it exactly exactly
2: We hope you're enjoying today's episode of The Reset Rebel with Lou Rhodes as much as we have loved catching up with the lamb singer and songwriter. And on today's episode, we have yet another free gift to give back to someone who needs a reset in life, but maybe can't afford it. In the name of singing lessons, not with Lou, but with our previous podcast guest and vocalist, um, island resident Nell Shakespeare. So if you're feeling anxious and like you maybe need a little bit of a lift or you're on the island, Nell will come to you. If not, she's offering up a free session on Zoom as a little gift from us to you. And if you want to help us continue to give back on this show, please do head to patreon.com slash the reset rebel. That's P-A-T r-e-o-n dot com slash the reset rebel and sign up to one of your favorite ibiza beach memberships kala sharaka benaras or our vip package on Cala martina and help us keep supporting those who right now need a reset most but maybe can't afford it mail us at just the good news please at gmail.com to tell us why you need nell in your life now back to the podcast with Lou Rhodes, who very kindly agreed to be on today's episode of the Recent Rebel podcast. Don't go away.
3: It's funny, before lockdown, I was planning to move to another country because, you know, I was craving heat and, you know, long hot summers and that kind of whole lifestyle of living most of the time outdoors. And it's basically what I've done in lockdown. It's just like, it's been, you know, almost as if my dreams were answered with, <laughs> without without having to go anywhere so.
1: i think it is a kind of a miracle really what's happened particularly in the uk i think during lockdown and that is that you know everybody has had this incredible weather and it's kind of like everybody's sort of holidaying at home cheaply
3: <laughs> i mean i really feel for people in kind of blocks of flats or whatever especially when it was a strict lockdown i mean i live in the middle of the wiltshire countryside and there's lots of outdoor space and stuff so it's I'm very spoiled in that way but um I wouldn't I didn't envy people in cities that's for sure
1: god no so you have lots of outdoor space and, <laughs> and land around you could you get out for a walk or
3: oh totally yeah yeah you can you can walk into the little town and we're surrounded by fields and there's, I, I live in a kind of bit of a sort of community in a big old house with lots of apartments and so there's lots of outdoor space that we share yeah it's very nice and even a swimming pool which is freezing cold but in this weather it's joyous it's a very old swimming pool we've no it's not heated but uh you know you plunge in there and you know you're alive (laughs) very life-affirming I'm sure it sounds um, yeah very brave to be
1: jumping in there (laughs) <laughs> where were you thinking of moving to if I may ask before oh, well, I was thinking of
3: Portugal near Lisbon it's always had a bit of a pull for me but as I said I've kind of fallen in love with where I live again which is quite an interesting process you know you know it's a, it's not a good time to make plans either is it I mean it's uh I guess we you know everything's on hold really with this whole pandemic. So. A
0: poco
1: y poco, as they say in Spain, uh, here in Ibiza. And I think that's a great phrase to live by, really. You just can't look too far into the future at the moment or you're just going to find it I think, quite unsettling and a little bit depressing, particularly even just to get into this bar that I've had to dash to because my internet went down. I couldn't, you know, I was in a massive hurry and I wasn't allowed through the door without putting my mask on. And you just, you forget these little things
3: that, you know, really are, well, not just inconvenient, but just really weird. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so strange, isn't it? I walked into town yesterday and forgot my mask. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's it's still taking a while for it to become automatic, you know, which I guess is no strange, you know, no surprise really. Um, oh, sorry, the neighbour's dog. Good wonder.
1: <laughs> Just thought maybe someone you'd locked upstairs for the duration of lockdown. <laughs> your little pet. No, definitely not. <laughs> neighbour's dog. Who were you on lockdown? Did you have your son there or what uh, were you by yourself during lockdown or who's living
3: with you? Uh well, I have lodgers here uh my sons have both moved up to london because they're okay. they're grown men wow so, um, amazing that yeah yeah i mean i think it was challenging for them because you know in the midst of it all they couldn't you know they weren't allowed to lie in the park or whatever but you know they're, they're uh they're living at their dad's place and it's uh it's, it's got a garden and stuff like that so but i missed them obviously i didn't see them for the whole of lockdown uh, but yeah, I've got a couple of lodges and a uh, they were forced to work from home, so it's been a busy house. You know, I'm used to, in the day, having the house to myself, really, because obviously I work from home and I'm writing and stuff like that. I like a lot of space, but, um, you know, we managed Um and there's lots of people around because as i said it's kind of like a bit of a community vibe here i've been actually really enjoying a lot of solitude to be honest i'm a bit worried that i my my hermit uh, kind of uh leanings have gone a lot more extreme i think
1: <laughs> I, I think that's going to be a massive side effect of all of this i'm finding it really quite stressful to hang out in big groups you know whenever a social occasion is approaching i'm feeling yeah, just really reluctant. And like, I don't really want to go and engage with big groups of people or in bars or, you know, clearly this scenario is unavoidable, but then there's no one here, which is perfect. But it's, um, yeah, the idea of going to a party or a big gathering or just fills me with absolute dread at the moment. It's not something I, not because I'm worried about catching COVID-19. It's just more of a, yeah, the social interaction and reintegration process. I think everybody's now having to go through is yeah how do we go from nothing or being isolated and solo to you know mrs i mean would, would you say you're an
3: introvert oh, most definitely but i think i've become more of one right you know it's kind of strange obviously i uh i'm in a band and i go on stage and when we're on tour we're on a tour bus and you don't get you get so little time alone but um so it's a kind of strange career choice for someone who uh, i'm i'm very introverted i think yeah as i said it's it's definitely it's intensified during the lockdown but i think also as i get older it gets more so um so yeah i can quite happily rattle around on my own for days (laughs) and then suddenly i'll think no, i need to connect with someone now but um but yeah it's those close connections that i missed i think over lockdown you know with friends and loved ones being at a distance you know not being able to see them you know um but most of the time i'm quite happy you know just just being alone (laughs) always something to do
1: (laughs) or well always but i think (laughs) the art of just doing nothing and you know as you said being at home falling in love with your home making it a home you Know pottering around, pottering is probably yeah. my favorite thing to do on the whole planet, oh, and I yeah. you know, there's never time yeah. to potter these days. And now we are now refinding this beautiful thing that we just haven't had space for, I think, for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And you know, being in the home was a real thing for you know the last 50, 60, 70, 80 years, but I think we've become far too you know, yeah. the state of FOMO is a permanent thing, particularly in Ibiza. I'm sure, oh god. <laughs> It's a bit like Goa but worse, <laughs> when we last met. Yeah. But I think it is a really a, a state of, yeah, just phonetic non-stopness here, which um, is really not healthy. So I, for me, I, I found it idyllic, as you said, to have more time to, to enjoy the space in between as you um, so
3: beautifully called one of the songs off of your album, which I have in between yeah I mean I think that whole uh, it's been the, an end to FOMO hasn't it the lockdown I think that's a really good point you know it's like you don't have all these amazing you know lots of things that you might be missing out on you know it's it's that's quite a nice thing as well it makes for a, quite a tranquil lifestyle I mean obviously that's not for everybody you know a lot of extroverts out there would be uh, probably have been climbing the walls and <laughs> Andy,
1: <laughs> Mr. Barlow, how's he faring through all of this? He's quite extroverted.
3: Uh, <laughs> he is, although well, he's a funny one. I think, I think Andy's a bit of a mix because he is quite extroverted, but also when he's, he's very cancerian, so when he's at home, he's quite happy. Um, so, yeah, I think he's just been working on his place. I mean, it's funny, we live on opposite sides of the country, so I haven't seen Andy for ages, you know. Um, and quite often when we're not working together or whatever we can go for quite long periods of time without even having a conversation so you know I guess it's like brother sister we've known each other for so long that you know there isn't a need to be constantly checking in or whatever Um, he just knows that you're fine yeah but as, not, as far as I know he's been okay in lockdown I think he he really missed his son because obviously his son lives in Ireland so but he has been over there. so that video that you made that's on the lamb official
1: website is from lockdown when you recorded the acoustic version of the silence in between but you did that
3: yeah. like on zoom yeah. Like we're doing now. yeah yeah we did it remotely yeah yeah, yeah I've I, I, I've, uh, it's taken a pandemic for me to set up a recording studio <laughs>
4: can you hear the silence in between can you feel the love that's always been the sound that in in everything <laughs> That's almost two
1: decades then.
3: <laughs> it's like, I'm such a sort of technophobe, but yeah, and it's a, it's a game changer. I mean, it means that I can record studio quality vocals in my home.
1: It's a bit of a game changer that's probably oh, going to yeah. benefit you quite enormously in your productivity levels um
3: yeah. yeah yeah no absolutely um yeah and i'm making an ebook of of one of my children's books as well at the moment so i've been busy doing that and re- recording the audio for that as well so
1: amazing i mean that's exactly what i was going to say it's like i feel There was a lot of pressure during lockdown, you know, from what I was seeing online. And of course, the usual Instagram rubbish about, you know, you should be mastering your own empire now, building a business and, you know, um, making your (laughs) millions. But it was like, I think a lot of people just sat around and ate and watched a lot of TV, (laughs) made sourdough and baked a lot of banana bread. Um, And now we're about four stone heavier than they were before, which is, you know, absolutely fine. But I think it was, it was, it was, there was, yeah, just a lot of, heaviness I think and um, I think association around our productivity levels and how we should be spending that time. I, I definitely you know started a lot of things that I probably wouldn't have had time for otherwise but I'm intrigued yeah I was going to ask you like did you get really creative during that period
3: if you were if you had that time on your hands and that luxury? It, it's kind of it went in phases for me I think at the beginning of the lockdown I just felt such a huge amount of possibility somehow it felt like it was a a time it was you know quite often times of challenge are a really good time to you know question yourself question the assumptions that you make in your life reassess uh and grow you know and learn and so that was the thing that's what came up for me more than anything really uh, I had a bit of a lull in the middle, where I felt really uninspired, and now I'm back on it.
4: Can you hear the silence in
3: I've been really, um, I've been learning piano, teaching myself piano, which is something that, again, I've, ne- I, I've not really spent the time to do. Um, and that has just been, it's become my new obsession. Um, And I'm just, yeah, just loving it. I cannot wait. When I wake up in the morning, I'm just like, piano. Well, coffee first and then piano.
0: (laughs) That
1: sounds like a pretty healthy morning routine. (laughs) Well, actually, yoga first, then coffee. Now we're talking. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's your rhythm, is it? You have coffee, yoga, and then piano.
3: No, yoga first, then coffee. Yoga
1: first, then coffee. Ah, interesting. And what kind of yoga are
3: you practicing at the moment? I actually do alternate days. I do resistance band workouts one day, and then I do my own home-style yoga, mm-hmm. which is a real mixture of all sorts of stuff. I guess it's kind of... I used to do Ashtanga years ago. So there's, bit, there's the sun salutations are sort of Ashtanga first series kind of thing, but then I do... I do some kind of deeper stretching, sort of yin yoga type things as well. And it varies really, but you know, just, um, I guess I've, I've not, I've never specialized in yoga, but I've done it for such a long period of time that my body seems to know what it needs, um, which is, which is quite nice. And I just, I just enjoy it, you know, doing it at home. You know, I tried doing online classes, but for some reason, for me anyway, it doesn't work with yoga. It works with, I do my resistance bands thing online because that's just a sort of, you know, it's it's um, it's not a soul thing, but yoga is, you know, yoga is a sort of peaceful practice. And uh, so I struggle with technology when yoga is concerned. <laughs>
1: Honestly, lockdown classes, online, on Zoom, just made me really angry. I don't know where that came from. but I just couldn't get on with it at all. And all these incredible teachers doing classes for free. And every time I I did one, I just ended up wanting to throw my laptop off the balcony. Mm. And I thought, no, this is just not helping. It's actually making me worse. So, So yeah, I got back into Ashtanga. And that really sorted me out, actually, having a real structure and a a plan, knowing exactly what sequence I was going to do every
3: day. And that's what I quite like about Astangi, because you don't have to think, you know, and that's in itself part of the practice, I think, isn't it? It's like just taking out that, what am I going to do next? is a really good way of surrendering to practice, isn't it? It sure. makes it a kind of moving meditation.
1: But I think um, that's the thing about lockdown is like, I think people that have never had a routine in their life suddenly needed one, you know, they needed a yeah. thing to rely on that was basically the same every single day so that they could get up and know how yeah. they were going to spend their time. Because I think a lot of people obviously, you know, aren't used to having all that time on their hands. People that generally get up, drop the kids to school, go to work, you know, they have a real yeah. frenetic pace. And I think when suddenly, you know, it's just like prisoners, I suppose, like they don't <laughs> know what or how to spend their time. It's true, isn't it? You know, I think um, Howard Marks once said to me, you know, when he was on uh, in America's toughest state penitentiary, he, he got really into yoga because he, yeah, he needed, he needed a routine. He needed something to kind of back up kind of his daily mm. rhythm. And um, I can really see how that would be a thing for a lot of people. So I think people that have never done yoga before got really into yoga. Mm. In lockdown. But I think, you know, the fact that you and Andy are both really, really into um, your yoga practice is, is a beautiful thing and I think you know do you think that that's what's kind of helped you maybe last longer as a as musicians maybe that you've you know got such a great well-being um yeah idea in place well, yeah. look amazing and obviously feel pretty good too because you look yeah. gorgeous
3: oh you flatterer you do thank you no you look gorgeous too well, uh, <laughs> I was just thinking how tanned you look I look really pale in comparison Go um, in the garden and um, do far too much sunbathing yeah. on the beach <laughs> and I just cycle down a hill and it's very hot. I <laughs> know yeah, you look great yeah um yeah no I'm sure it helps um definitely a regular a regular practice of any description I think helps you know and as you said in lockdown I think yeah i found routine has been quite a a nice you know it's kind of from coffee o'clock to wine o'clock and all the things in between.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's basically it. How to fill those hours.
3: (laughs) But, um, yeah, no yoga practice definitely helps. And, um, yeah, it's a meditative practice, isn't it? So it's good for your well-being in, in, in a whole number of ways, you know. It's good for your state of mind and it's good for your body and it's good for tuning into where you're at and what you need and, and all of those things, you know. Um, yeah, I'd yeah, it's... it's and, it, you know, when, when we're on tour, it, it really helps to ground us, you know, because you're obviously constantly moving and it's really nice to be able to sort of just find a moment, get your mat out and just you know, be in the moment, you know. Really. I've seen
1: Andy when he's arrived off tour in Goa and you know, he kind of goes, Well, I remember once he came went on a retreat and then I think I actually ran into him in cafe New drinking a, a lemongrass martini. Oh yeah, that's a bit <laughs> of a knockout on his it. first night. It really made really laugh. Just like, What are you doing? I thought you were on a retreat. Detoxing. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's just lemon, lemon juice. <laughs> <laughs> Detox, retox. Yeah, that's such a rhythm for well, particularly in your line of work, you know, in the music industry, it's, it's unavoidable. And yeah, part of the fun of doing what you do. But I guess it's a, yeah, it's a bit of a tightrope walk that you have to kind of balance
3: between. Oh, I'm. A, it helps that I'm an absolute total lightweight. So I, you know, oh, excellent. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't indulge much in anything. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ridiculously clean living. By, by necessity, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I still have a great time. So.
1: You know, when you said that, you know, you're like an introvert and, you know, how do you kind of ramp yourself up then if, if you're going on a big tour and particularly after this, you know, extended period of solitude, do you think it's going to be
3: weird to go back out there? And have you got any t- tour plans? We should have been doing festivals this summer, but obviously all those were cancelled. Who knows when it's all going to start again? I mean, some people are saying it might happen next summer, but nobody knows. And it's really hard to plan ahead, you know.
0: Mm.
3: And it's always been, I think, particularly with lamb, because it's such a it's almost like uh, my alter ego on stage with lamb, because I'm such a quiet person. If I go to a party, I'll kind of find a quiet corner. I won't be in the middle of everything. Whereas on Lam, I'm centre stage, in the big, in a big dress or whatever, and headdress, or you know, and and uh, obviously I'm a kind of front person. So it's almost like there's a metamorphosis goes on that 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 you know for me to become that person, um, and it's going to be a much bigger one this time because I've been in my chrysalis. <laughs> Lord knows how long before we do any more shows. So uh, that will be interesting. Um, but, you know, I've done it for so long that it's also slightly second nature. And and the funny thing, uh, this might sound odd to people who don't go on stage, but when you're on tour, sometimes being on stage is the kind of most peaceful moments. You know, even if you're on stage in front of couple of thousand people or whatever it's like it's in that moment that you're completely focused in the moment and doing what you need to do and there's a stillness to it it's kind of strange because it's quite dynamic as well there is definitely a stillness to it so
1: interesting (laughs) I mean has that gotten more calm as you have matured through your time with land do you think it's is it become
0: easier
3: or was it yeah. always that no no i mean at the beginning <laughs> it was terrifying absolutely terrifying mm. um and now no now it's very much a part of me what i do um, i guess i get i get anxious just i i always just need to know that i've got plenty of time before i got on stage to kind of do that whole Metamorphosis into a butterfly, um, and all the things that that need to happen for that to feel like I'm ready. But now the process of stepping onto the stage is, you know, just part of what I do. You know, once I've been through that process, it's a, it's an amazing thing, it's an amazing feeling. You know, but right now I'm quite enjoying this kind of hermit-like existence, albeit you know spend a lot of time in the glorious sunshine kind of I crave that more and more, really it's quite a simple thing.
1: so when we come back to this concept of building a home and you know finding a new love for the place that you do call home in Wiltshire I mean do you think that would have been very easy because a lot of the people well, the, the premise of this podcast is you know reset rebels that come to a Ibiza and moved here from you know, other countries to start a new life or reset their path in life to maybe work in wellness or a, you know a kind of industry that helps other people. And I think you know your music obviously clearly definitely does that. But it, would you? How easy do you think it would have been for you to just pack up and and go to Portugal out of interest?
3: Not very easy at all. I mean, I've, i I mean, I feel like it's kind of my moment in a way because I've done. 22 years as a single well not the whole time but most of that time my oldest son is 22 so I've done many years as a single parent with all the school run and all of that so that was kind of the the reasons why I thought now would be the moment to go and move somewhere else but I live in a community my my mum lives here and she's getting older and not so well and my stepfather and um so there's a pull in many ways to be around for them mm. although my father lives in Portugal and he's getting older and so I'd I'd like to be nearer to him you know so there's there's all these different pulls you know um uh, but I, I'm such a home bird that it would be quite difficult to pack up the home that I'm in now because um it is a beautiful, I love my home, you know. So um, my kitchen is 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 kind of where I spend most of my life. And uh, it's, uh, it's an amazing space. And I, I'd, I'd find it hard to find a similar one because I've, I've kind of built that kitchen. Um, <laughs> sort of ripped it out and started again from reclaimed wood and kind of designed it with the guy that made it. And, you know, and my piano's in there as well. So it's got all the things that I love really I kind of love cooking and I love playing piano and um so it's got it's got it all in there you know is that where you
1: recorded the 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 cover that you sang of yeah. the cinematic orchestra yeah uh, I see I see it's all coming together in my mind yeah. now
3: yeah which is so you know my heart is very much in that you know in that home building space of you know, I think the kitchen is always the heart of the home anyway, you know. I spend many an hour sitting around the kitchen table with sort of friends and family, you know, and when my boys come home we always cook nice food together and, you know, just spend hours in there. My older son plays piano really beautifully and, you know, one of my happy places is just cooking while he plays piano you
0: know.
3: Um, so yeah, so all of those things would make it very difficult to get up and leave and, you know, try and try and find that again somewhere else. You know, pianos are quite remarkably hard to move. <laughs> My piano is from um, Made in Canada. I don't know how it came across, I'm assuming on a ship. Uh, it's quite an old piano and I, I acquired it for free. Because many people give away pianos these days, um, but really? yeah. yeah, why is that? Oh, so many people don't want them anymore. You know, if you think about it, back in the in the in the old days before TV, the piano was, you know, where people gathered. You know, but now people watch TV or do the Wii or whatever. <laughs> I don't actually have a TV, so. I was going to say you definitely don't have a we if you're I don't <laughs> you're a wee. have a we. No. I like, play no. on the we. No, what the hell, Wii yoga? That's the weirdest thing ever.
1: <laughs> Maybe no, we're why that one?
3: That's new to why me. Why would you do that?
1: <laughs> I wouldn't. My <Why> we? <laughs> Are we? Um, yeah, <laughs> the list goes on of really strange reasons why people want to use technology in a in a yoga class. Like I just find that
0: yeah mind boggling. Yeah
1: very strange not for me um so I just yeah I just it just intrigues me because I think you know moving country is like a really big it is a really big thing and it was you know I mean I've been here for eight years now and I would say that's the hardest decision I've ever made and probably one of the hardest kind of adaptations that I've had to make to to be in a place where I don't know anyone I have no friends here and starting up my own business and just adapting to Spanish culture and the different systems sure. and not knowing how anything works. And believe me, there's a lot of paper pushing around here. So yeah, it was tricky. Yeah. It's and, like um, a, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, Spanish lockdown, I think, was one of the strictest in the world. You know, you weren't even allowed out for a walk. Yeah, so right, yeah. they very, yeah, very strict here, which you wouldn't think for a place like a Ibiza. It's like, land of the free, you can do what you want, you can you know, go out and do this and that and the other. But actually, when it push comes to shove, it's it's completely the opposite. And um, I was quite surprised, as as I think many residents were, um, that it isn't as free as, you know, people think. It's quite easy to move here. But um, I think, you know, when there's a a pandemic on their hands, things are, obviously, it needs to be taken very seriously. So um, it's just an interesting thing, you know, this kind of idea of Mm. home. And is home a place? Or is it something that you can cultivate is it a feeling is it is it something you can take with you or is it a person or I don't know these are all the questions that were running through my mind during that particular period when I was you know a long way from home and I yeah I've done a lot of traveling obviously we met in India when you were over there too and and it feels like another kind of home for me but and I felt quite at home I felt very safe there. there was no um coronavirus when I was actually there so of course everybody was ringing me every two minutes going you really need to get out of there. You shouldn't be there right now. But of course, there was no flight. Everything was grounded. There were no airplanes. So it was like, interesting. But, you you know, I think you can find safety and find home if you put your mind to it wherever you are through, as you said, your Mm. grounding practices. But um, I just, yeah, it just intrigued me because I know that you are a bit of a home home body. And um, obviously, all the things that you've set up there and the creativity that clearly flows in when you're in your home. Um, I'm sure you've got some beautiful countryside around you as well. And I just wondered, that seems like an interesting thing if you were going to
3: actually move countries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess one of the things is I, I've never actually lived in another country. So that kind of felt like I'd like to have that experience, you know, because even if you go and stay somewhere for a period of time, as you said, it's, it's not the same as actually becoming you know, moving your actual home Mm -hmm. and becoming a part of that culture, you know. So, yeah, part of me would really like that experience. Mm -hmm. And I I was really drawn to live near the ocean, you know. Mm -hmm. And British seaside doesn't do it for me. (laughs) You know, I think, you know, I love the Atlantic Ocean. And, um, you know, so if it's not going to be California, which I think is a bit too far away, then, you know, Portugal's you know, the next, well, probably not even the next best. Portugal's got its own beauty, you know. Um, I sometimes think of that sort of Atlantic coast of Portugal as the sort of California of Europe. (laughs) There's lots of surfing and uh, it's, yeah, it's very beautiful. It's really stunning.
1: Would you be up for singing a little bit of that song or are you not feeling it? We can try. Yeah, that'd be a beautiful way to end. If you're, I'll have
3: have to take you down to the kitchen. I'll just play a little bit.
1: Oh, that was so beautiful thank you so so much it was um yeah it reminded me well that's exactly where you recorded the one that i saw on facebook
0: yes
1: it? i did yeah i really don't want to cut this short but i'm actually running out of battery on my laptop with too long i was at 100 and now i'm at five <laughs> well i think we've covered everything <laughs> <laughs> totally but um, i just want to thank you so yeah much from the bottom of my heart for making the time i know what that means to you know Chop, chop out an hour of your day to spend it with us so uh, we are yeah i just absolutely have loved it it's been really lovely to see your face again it's been ages
3: thanks joe it's been lovely
1: thank you so much for the song thank you for the music bye great to speak to you have a lovely evening you too bye, bye.
3: Reset Rebel Reset Rebel
0: Coming to you every day